Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dr. Edwards, I'm Andrew. You know Brian. Good morning, sir. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, Doc, thanks for getting up very early there on the West Coast, 5 a.m. for you. Uh, But I I, I would think that this subject uh, bears folks being woke (laughs) because uh, this is an interesting time. You've lived through this previously, and I would dare to say, much harsher things than we're dealing with now, but it's still riveting to see the the backlash that these NFL players are receiving. Are you surprised at all the backlash and how people are now deciding to hide behind uh, the flag and and, and our military when those were never the objects of the ire of these players? I'm not surprised at all. Um, Like you said, I went through this 50 years ago. Um, I've... um... Uh, known uh, Colin Kaepernick since we drafted him in the second round at the San Francisco 49ers. He's one of the brightest, most articulate and sincere young men that I have ever encountered in this business over 60 years. And uh, I'm not surprised at all because the one thing that people do not want to talk about in America is the core issue that has stalked this society from the first day they unloaded a black African slave uh, off of a ship, and that is race particularly in terms of um, injustice, inequality, and so forth. But uh, one of the things that the social media has done is that it has brought all of this up front uh, with, because everybody has a camera phone. So we see black people being shot down, shot in the back, killed, children being shot, women being shot. Uh, and there's what Cap was saying and what these athletes are saying, essentially, is that we're better than that. Uh, and we can do better than that. And nobody wants to have that discussion. And how do we how do we make that discussion happen? Or because at times it seems almost impossible to make it happen. We most certainly don't make that discussion happen by uh, uh, assuming or presuming uh, that this is about the flag. It's not about the flag. Uh, I know uh, black people in the military who strongly support. Uh, having this discussion. Uh, I know black people on police departments who strongly support having this discussion. I know whites in both the, mili- uh, in both the military and on um, police departments who strongly uh, support having this discussion, and they don't have a difficulty uh, with it in terms of the flag. Uh, a lot of the people who complain, well, this is about the flag, if they're sitting at home watching a football game and a national anthem is being played, do they get up or do they just reach for another beer and a bag of peanuts or do they get up and go to the, go to, uh, the restroom or see what that smell is in the back of their refrigerator? Uh, so, we, you know, we, we can be honest when we can't be right. And that's all these athletes are asking. Let's have the conversation so we can begin to move from protest to progress in this society on this issue, especially since it's in all of our faces, thanks to the social media and uh, the accessibility of uh, camera phone technology. Uh, Dr. Edwards, uh, you hear a a lot of the similar talking points as you heard, as Tommy Smith and John Carlos heard when they raised the fist in the air at the 68 Olympics. 
oh, it's not the right place, it's not the right time. Uh, what is the proper way to protest? Well, any time that you live in a society which proclaims by uh, legal documents constitutionally that uh, we're all created equal and endowed with certain inalienable rights, uh, and those fundamental rights are being violated every day, uh, systematically, collectively, and as a class, then uh, any place that you determine uh, to make your statement concerning that uh, is appropriate. Now, uh, I would hope that everybody would use some uh, discretion and judgment and wouldn't walk into the maternity ward of a hospital and do it. Uh, they wouldn't stand up in uh, the um, uh, middle of the freeway with cars zooming by and do it. Uh, but that in those circumstances where they can make a statement and people have to deal with it, uh, I think that's appropriate. If you leave it up to the people who are the detractors, there's no place that appropriate, and I ha- that's appropriate. And I haven't heard anybody say, "Don't do it during the national anthem." You know, uh, do it here. Come to my house. Go out there, and I'll mm-hmm. come with you. I haven't heard any of those detractors say that. Well, and they also don't mean that. Hey, I'll listen to you if you do it in a better place. <laughs> right. This is just their throwaway. Yeah, because because the whole thing is really to move away from a discussion of this critical issue. We're sitting up here, a society where uh, this little guy over here in North Korea is waving nukes at us. We are in a society where Florida and Texas, uh, our brothers and sisters down there, are struggling to get back on their feet after horrific uh, natural disasters. Uh, We're living in a society where we have phenomenal issues in terms of health care. Uh, uh, immigration and so forth, and instead we are sitting here dealing with uh, something about whether or not the flag is being disrespected when people are trying to say, hey, we're better than 147 black men, women, and children being shot down in this country in the streets on the average every year since 1968. That's all these athletes are saying is that we're better than that. And um, uh, we, we, we need to do better. Dr. Edwards, uh, the other talking point is these athletes are ungrateful as if what they have earned on the playing field, their position in life has been given to them. It was said back then when you were fighting uh, along with others for equal rights and against social injustice. Uh, so here's another regurgitated talking point that this new generation of detractors chooses to use. And, and it's not accidental that all of that comes from basically the same sector, uh, the same group in many instances who says this is inappropriate. Also, uh, carry, if you keep them in that conversation long enough, they'll get down to, well, these are multimillionaire athletes. Why, what are they griping about? They've got theirs. What, but that's not, that's not what the United States Constitution says. It doesn't say, with freedom and justice for all, until you get yours. Mm-hmm. Then uh, let everybody else get, your, get theirs the way you got yours. That's not what we're about. And so, again, that's just another one of those old racist tropes uh, that's thrown out there. These Negroes should be grateful, was what we was told. We were told in 1968. Uh, they're Olympians. Uh, here's a man who's uh, uh, an Ivy League PhD, and he's out here talking about 
uh, inequality. Uh, that is as old as slavery in this country. They tried to convince people uh, about in, doing slavery that the slave was better off here in slavery than um, they were in Africa, and they should be grateful. So that's just an extension of that. There's also specific to Colin Kaepernick, Dr. Edwards, there's the mention of, of the, the Soxie War that one time at practice that had uh, cops as pigs. There was the Fidel Castro shirt. Does he deserve any criticism for, for the smaller messages like that? Well, not only does Cap deserve criticism, but he um, demonstrated to me the highest form of growth and maturation when uh, we discussed the socks, when we discussed the T-shirt, and his, he said, yeah, that was not a good idea because it didn't advance the conversation. It dis- detracted from what I was trying to get over, even though uh, the pig t- uh, uh, socks were uh, uh, some cartoonish uh, a projection of that, which uh, made it even made it even worse. It, you didn't know whether he was talking about police officers or Porky Pig. So at the end of the day, he himself uh, admitted that this was not uh, a good idea. And I went back to the 1960s when um, police were routinely referred to as pigs and talked to him about how big a mistake that was because it did not advance the conversation, it did not advance the movement, it did not advance uh, justice. It was simply a way of venting and insulting. And he he agreed with that. So there's not a lot of uh, um, uh, weight that should be put on that. He's a young man. He made a mistake. And, it, and, and was big enough to admit it. And in point of fact, you haven't seen the socks or the T-shirt since. Uh, Dr. Harry Edwards uh, speaking to us here on CBS Sports Radio, Geo and Jones. Uh, I've deduced from this and, and, and in past just studying history that it's okay for certain folks of a certain pigmentation to say, don't tread on me. But when black folks say it, it's not all right. Oh, absolutely. That is, again, that's a long-standing, enduring set of circumstances um, in American society. Uh, There was uh, one study uh, which um, uh, asked uh, a a group of whites, what do do you think that blacks are equal or have any case in terms of being discriminated against? They said uh, about uh, uh, 80% of them said no, they have no case. Uh, they've been, they're being discriminated. They're not being discriminated against. Uh, they're there principally because of their own uh, bad choices and bad decisions in life. But then when they were asked in another section of that same survey, um, would you want to change places with somebody who is black? Hey, an even higher percentage of those same people said no, uh, because they have too hard a road to tread. They have too difficult a life in this society. So you can't have it both ways. You can't turn around and say that African Americans are equal and uh, where they are is because of their own individual personal decisions uh, and they have no case. But then when you're asked, would you change places with them, uh, all of the athlete profiles and everything else out there, their response is no, because they have too hard a road to travel. Well, uh, that is as old as um, race relations in American society. And at some point, as I stated, 
we've got to be, again, being honest with each other, even when we can't be right. Let's just uh, own up to white supremacy. In terms of women, let's just own up to patriarchy. And then let's see uh, what we can do to move from uh, protest to progress, from conversation uh, to conversion in terms of agreement uh, as far as some of these issues are concerned. Dr. Harry Edwards is with us here on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Dr. Edwards, any of the reactions from the NFL or its owners to Donald Trump from Friday night, any of those mean anything to you or do they ring hollow in the end? Um, They don't mean anything to me yet. Okay. uh, Principally because uh, I'm not sure what they were linking arms about. I'm not sure what they were taking knees about. I think most of them appear to be at least in part um, uh, making a move against uh, Donald Trump because Trump uh, sucker punched them and threw them under the bus, put them in a situation where they either had to uh, identify with, uh, be on the same um, uh, uh, plane in terms of this protest effort with their players, or they were going to be with Donald Trump and all of the people uh, who have sided with him, including the people who were marching through the streets of Charlotte, the neo-Nazis, the uh, Ku Klux Klan, the white supremacists, uh, and so forth. And he put them in an impossible position because they know as soon as, they come, as, soon as an owner comes out and sides with Trump, who has called the, these uh, athletes SOBs, impugning not only their integrity but that of their mothers, as soon as any owner comes out and says, yeah, I'm with Trump on this instead of with my players, uh, he signed his last free agent. He signed his last free agent that's unrestricted free agent that's on his team. And anybody who he drafts is probably going to hold out until they can go someplace else because nobody wants to work for an owner who thinks that his players are SOBs and uh, impugns the integrity and dignity of their mamas. Nobody's going to work for that guy. So what Trump did... Uh, as he is wont to do. I mean, he calls himself a counterpuncher. He's really a sucker puncher. He sucker punched the owners and threw them under the bus and put them in that position. Now, what I don't know is what were they demonstrating for? What were they demonstrating against other than that? Um, Does this mean that they are uh, in favor of uh, continued protest around the injustices? Are they going to move from this protest posture and start uh, do what the owner of the San Francisco 49ers did, said that if, well, if Kaepernick is putting a million dollars on the table, I'm putting a million dollars on the table. And we're going to collaborate in terms of going in the community and move that as much as possible from protest to uh, progress. Uh, those are the kinds of issues uh, that I'm concerned about. And one of the first in- indicators of the sincerity of the owners and the league will be whether or not they bring Colin Kaepernick in from the cold. And if they do not, then what this means is that all, everything that they uh, did this past weekend was an act of craven hypocrisy. And uh, that is only going to exacerbate the situation because clearly they're dealing with intelligent, informed, articulate um, young men when they talk about their, their own players. And I want you to expound on the point you just made because that was going to be my next question. How do we move from protests 
to plan of action. There are those who are already doing that in their respective communities. I, I brought up Malcolm Jenkins there in Philadelphia. You have some players here with the Jets and the Giants meeting in the community with law enforcement, with other community leaders, trying to come to a, an agreement on how we all can coexist and get along without all this racial strife. So would you expound on what other plan of actions needs to be taken? Needs well, to be first taken. of all, the league, uh, and 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 I've I've spoken uh, uh, to to Roger about this uh, to Roger Goodell and, and let me say one other thing while I'm at it that Roger Goodell is like a man standing in the middle of a boxing ring and in one corner are the players and the players association in another corner uh, is the is the public and the sponsors in another corner are the owners and then um, in uh, another um, uh, a corner. Uh, you have uh, the the media and and all of those folks. Uh, he's in the middle of the ring, and sometimes they all come at him at the same time. Sometimes they come at him one at a time. And on top of it, they're not wearing baseball gloves. They're not wearing boxing gloves. They have baseball bats. So uh, he, he's he's in a tough position. But that's what they pay him for. That's what they. That's why they call him the commissioner. Um, and in some instances, I think he's made some mistakes. In other instances, I think he's done a remarkable job. Uh, but what the league has to do now, that it's out in front, on TV, every Sunday. The league, as I told him when Cap was demonstrating, get out in front of this before it gets so big that you can't manage it. And then you're reacting. You're trying to catch up with the parade or at least get away, get out in front of it so that it doesn't run over you. Um, the league needs to uh, take the lead in this. They need to... Uh, uh, have programs like they have the breast cancer program so forth they need to have something uh online uh in every franchise uh city where teams can uh, model what it is they're doing and get out in front of these issues at the local level in their own communities and regions um and that means money that means putting time into it. That means in, uh, interfacing with your team. Now, these teams are in the football business. They're in, not in the social action business. Uh, that part has to be kept in perspective. But if they refuse to deal with it, they have a bigger problem than they would have if they dealt with it systematically and proactively. So the team can't just be following up behind players. Uh, you know, doing something with the, in the community uh, that uh, uh, is a tag on to what the players are doing. The, 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 the team, the franchise, the league needs to be proactive out front, up top, make it crystal clear what they're doing and why they're doing it. And I think that they'll begin to uh, dissipate some of this um, protest tension. But the first thing they've got to do, if they really want to start getting stuff off the road, is to bring Colin Kaepernick in out of the cold. I don't care if he's on the sideline holding the clipboard as a result. <laughs> uh, and that being said, I, I've got almost no confidence left that someone's going to sign him now. I, I almost think that the time was, has passed, and I just I, I don't see it anymore, which is really frustrating for me. Well, if they don't sign him, then this is going to continue to be a millstone around the neck of the league, and it's going to get heavier and heavier and heavier, especially – uh, as uh, the impact of these uh, concussions uh, continue uh, to hit the league, uh, and uh, as stories such as that of uh, Aaron Hernandez and Junior Seau and and so forth uh, continues to continue to come forward, because as a consequence of the concussions, the NFL 
is going to become blacker than the NBA ever dreamed of becoming, uh, because that is who is going to be playing the game. Uh, as um, more and more uh, white athletes at the junior high school, high school level uh, drop out of the sport because of this concussion situation, um, it, it is going to be begin to look like Ghana playing Nigeria out there. Those issues that these athletes are concerned about and how the league handles them uh, become part of the league legacy. Uh, that is going to be increasingly difficult to manage. Dr. Harry Edwards, it's always illuminating and enlightening to talk to you. Appreciate you getting up very, very early there on the West Coast to discuss this matter with us. Thank you very much. And uh, anytime, perhaps we'll do it again. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.